Yo, what's going on? What's good? What's good? Y'all ready for the new format? It's gonna be real different out here tonight. <laughs> Heavy duty. <laughs> thirty years. I leaned in thirty years. <laughs> oh man, how was it getting over here? You get people dizzy, bro. Hey, it is what it is. They're gonna learn. It's going. They're gonna learn. A lot of traffic. A lot of traffic. Yeah. It's all good, though. At least you can get pulled over. Not yet. <laughs> That's going to come. As soon as the, it starts getting more hot, like, you know, the heat picks up, then it's going to start to be a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they ain't pulling you over in traffic unless you're doing something, you know, HOV shit or something, you know, that you're not supposed to. Mm. i tell you what, though. On the Stand Island Expressway, they back. They de- they're definitely back. Um, they're out there. Yeah, no, nah, I know. They, uh, you know, cold at time. Cold at mm. Time to get that money. That's sure. what it is. Time to get that money. Well, it's here, people. The first Chop It Up segment on the return. I hope everybody's feeling well as you're coming into the room. Let us know you're here with us, and we'll start the show. What's going on, kid? Everything good? All good, brother. All good. Day by day, we're here. It's beautiful. Yeah, man. Sounding right, too, huh? For sure. Levels is good. Levels is good. <laughs> yeah, I was coming over here today with Elijah, and um, I had to bring something with me, but I told him. I was like, I was like, Elijah, do me a favor. Can you make sure that uh, Click back, you that, that, we bring, that we bring this with us, and uh, we get to 39th Street off the exit? <laughs> And he's like, yo, dad, did you bring that thing with you? And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> that's what I need you, bro. My my yeah. brain is still not functioning at 100%. Yeah, no, I do the same thing. JC, I'll tell him something. and be like, like, JC, where's the thing? Oh, I'm like, didn't I tell you to remind me? <laughs> didn't I tell you to remind me? Yeah, man, it's terrible. But good evening to the big sis. Millie Mill, we see you. Good evening. What up? But um, I was driving over here, and um, I noticed it was like, yo, like three state troopers. They weren't like blue and whites. Dude had the big, I'm going to fuck up your day hat, you know, mm-hmm. the big beige round brim shit. And I was just like, oh, man. One, when I first got on, when we got to the middle, another one. And then when we got to the bridge, dude had him hemmed up in the, in the corner. Like, it's a speed trap almost. Like, you make this turn, and people stay doing like, you know, over the speed limit. He was like, I got you fuckers now. Come on, <laughs> take it. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Let me let me close this mail. I hate this mouse. That's why you guys are always hearing that bleep go off. Boom, um, boom, boom, boom. For real. Reach for the button, bro. No, I don't know the buttons. <laughs> the buttons are, I'm no, not reaching. That's going to go the other way now. That's going to go over I there. might touch something else, bro. Oh, to oh. Why to... Easy. We cool, but we ain't that cool. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, before we start the show, I just want to share something really quick with you. Um, hold on a second. That's another thing. I want to I want to get these things into uh, this workaround because now it's gonna it's supposed to be easier. Um, but today, I want everybody uh, to remember the set is now down. In the Social Notion Network, Social Notion is a network of creators and podcasters. There's about 
I don't know, somewhere from seven to ten shows. It's all different content out there, something for everybody. So make sure you go to Instagram, Facebook, and uh, check them out. We're down with them. Um, so, again, a social Nostra uh, Creators Network. All right? Oh, man. So, so uh, I, I go to the doc today. You know, he tells me, mm. nothing wrong with you. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> That's good. That's good news. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel, though? Terrible. Right. Lethargic. I feel lethargic. I have no energy. I'm getting pains in my joints. So I got to go for a next move to see what the hell's going on. But um, as far as, like, all the things that you should be concerned about, everything's all good. Better check that testosterone. <laughs> well, I got to. He didn't check it. But the next doc is supposed to check it, so got to see what's going on. All right, man. We're we going to run this track? Run the track. All right, let's go. Let me pull this up. Here we go. Let's run. Campbell. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. A. Co-host Sally Sassong in the building. And this is the set 6145. Tonight, at the end of the month, as we always do, we have the Chop It Up segment. We're going to talk about news, sports, and everything going on around the world. Share with you, have a conversation, and uh, hopefully we'll have a good time. Um, this new setup is going to make people a little dizzy, as it's confusing my partner here, but we'll get through it. This is just a new setup, and uh, yeah, we're just going to have the conversation anyway. So... You ready to go, bro? We're going to start with the first joint. Let's see. Uh, here we go. No, he's not first. He's first, right? No. First? You go there. Okay. So I know a lot of people are disappointed. I don't know if Selly's disappointed. Definitely I, not. Uh, <laughs> but... I honestly feel like I could have called this one because the way the NBA is moving and the players are moving, everybody's trying to be on a super team, and I just don't think it's the right thing to do. So the Nets, Brooklyn Nets, I mean, we can't talk about the Knicks because the Knicks been out, right, so? Yeah, the Knicks are in the ping pong. <laughs> They're in so, the lotto. Yeah, so, you know, the Nets are gone now, and everybody's disappointed about it. Um what do you think is the next thing for KD? Like, are they going to, you think, like, I don't even know how long his contract is for. Like, does he have another year? Like, what's going on with that? They just re-upped him, I think. I think he got a couple of years left. K, Kyrie's the problem. Kyrie's contract is up. So, it is? Yeah, he's due. They can max him out, but I don't see them giving him max money. I would just, to be honest with you, I wouldn't even sign him if I was them, but, you know, they made the move, so they kind of got to stick with him. Mm -hmm. But I would just offer him maybe like a year and prove himself. Because if you give that man four years, he's liable to be out MIA for three of those four at least. You so. think after everything that went on that he, that he would be out after that if they gave him a, a contract, like a, you know, you know, like a, a good bump? You think he would pull another, the earth is flat, and I got to go, you know, pray for Ramadan or something and just dip? Well, that's the problem. They they um 
you know, you take that chance. You know, he's he's out to save the world. You know, I don't think he cares. Mm-hmm. KD cares about playing ball. He wants to play and win. Mm-hmm. Tyrese, that's not a top of priority. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I wouldn't sign him at all. Like, any team should be like, nah, go save the world. Go do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, go. You ain't getting no paper this way. But that's collusion, and they can't do stuff like that. But, I mean, I would definitely consider not bringing him back because – you know, how you know, Jesus is a big Nets fan. We go at it back and forth, but um, you know, Kanye Irving, right? That's what we call him. So uh <laughs> Kanye you know, he, Irving. Yeah, Kanye Irving. He definitely um, you know, I would make him prove, show him proof. You want here's a year, because COVID's gonna be back. That's mm-hmm. what happened in the fall. You're not gonna play. You know, they brought it back because of baseball. Baseball's the big generator, you know. So I don't care what anybody says. That's why they kind of lifted everything. Wow. I think that um uh I think that now is uh, a terrible moment for basketball overall and not just with the Kyrie situation, because I think Kyrie's a tremendous player. You can't take that away from him. But as of late, he's been definitely, you know, going down the rabbit hole, which is really not a good look for him, his stock or for basketball overall. What I do believe um, at this point is, if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything, you need to do it now. But then again, who does Kyrie go to? What team is gonna say, yeah, let's take this guy? And what is what does he have? Four years left on his contract with the Nets? Or his contract is his con oh, you He's, said earlier his contract's done, right? KD has three or four years left. Okay, but, right, right, right. I got it reversed. Okay. So who like even if his contract's up, who takes him? Is there anybody that's gonna, you know, roll the dice and say, Yeah, this guy's a good look? You know, is there any team that desperate? To, to roll the dice and be wondering, hey, you know, let's see what happens. Well, I mean, he's he's an uber talent. I mean, he's super talented. So, say, they might take a chance on him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he's out, you know, slapping women around and, you know, doing things <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's about, you know, cold, you know, he's about standing for justice and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, they might be a team that would take a chance on him. Like I said, he's a great talent, but you know, it would, you know, with that comes a big risk of him not playing. You know, people get on Harden, pause for leaving, but um, he he, you know, he kind of felt like it was all on him. Like Kyrie's not even playing, but yet y'all giving me the business for us losing. I'm out here every night for two years almost. You know, year yeah. and a half when Kyrie when KD was hurt too. So that's where I think they messed up, kind of making that deal first to get Harden. Mm-hmm. Because then they end up getting rid of him. So that's what made them kind of screw that up. I definitely did not understand that whole situation. To me, it just didn't sit right. Just the whole, like, the chemistry never happening. You got these tremendous players. And I know that, you know, respectfully, I think that him sitting down had an effect on Harden in a way like, like, oh, this far. I came here to play with these two great players. And now this dude's deciding to sit out, like, I'm out of here. I don't want to be involved in this bullshit. So sad because the Nets really could have had a nice franchise with these guys. But so it was next year. Oh, well, uh, speaking of which, um, speaking of Brooklyn, let's move on to the next one. Uh, before we do, salute to our guy, Dom G. We see you, bro. Good to see you in the room. Angelica Reyes. Oh, she, the regular schmegglers in here? Yes. My glasses are dirty. Salute to the regular Schmagler, Miss Angelica Ray, as we see you. Um, so, wow. 
who thought that this was a wise idea? So evidently some guy was harassing Mike Tyson. I know this, you know, everybody's up to speed on what happened, um, but we want to talk about it. Um, you know, decided he wanted to play, play with Mike and Mike had to slap him around a couple of times. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping this guy don't tr try to turn around and sue after that because you're not getting no bread. Like there's, there's no way in hell that anybody should get money after doing what he did. So if anything, hopefully, you know, Mike is not pressing charges. I don't think, you know, or trying to do anything to protect himself in that manner, like legally. But I think it's sad that they, they, they even framing it like, Oh, you know, everything is Tyson did something to this guy. They're not saying, you know, man attacks Tyson, you know, or, you know, drunk man does this. Everything is framed like Mike is the aggressor. And I think that's fucking terrible. And I did a reel on it saying that we need to protect Mike because that's what they're going to do. You know, he's been he's been through a lot. He doesn't need this shit. It's but. ludicrous. <laughs> it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. <laughs> I almost broke my back. <laughs> but <laughs> it's spinal. I, I think that... uh. I think that at this time, people, um, and I said it in the reel, that we need to protect Mike, you know, not physically, but, you know, people will try to come and cancel him. And it's a shame because, again, he's been through a lot. You know, he lost his daughter. You know, Don King cleaned him out for wild money. Like, all these people did all these things to him. And, yes, he contributed to some of his shit. But he's also been on the road to, like, reinvent himself for, like, what, like the past five, ten years? And he um yeah he he's he's on that that smoking weed and mm -hmm. you know um DMT whatever that DTM whatever yeah, DMT. that, that mm -hmm. stuff is he's on that and he's on some chill stuff now mm -hmm. I mean he we need more of it honestly I think we need more of it these people think they could just clown people and and there's no consequences like nah man you want to you want to troll people you ain't, this, you ain't on the computer no more now you're face to face you get slapped in your face. We need more of that. That's how I feel. Yeah, I think people are uh, going to start learning some hard lessons, especially now that things are starting to change out in the world. You know, like more people are getting out more, like more events are happening. And I think that people should really start understanding, like, you know, all this keyboard warrior shit is not real life. And I think once people start setting that tone, ah, you know, maybe things will start to change. Salute to Benz, Sunset Park. What up? Um, but I still think that people need to understand that Mike needs to be protected. You know, it sounds crazy when you say it, but you know, cancel culture. So like, you know how people are, they're going to want, Oh, he's a rapist. And you know, look at, they did it to Kobe when he was dead. I don't feel sorry for that guy. He's a rapist. Like, how do you say those things? You know, but in this situation, it's just different. It's, I don't know. I just hope nothing happens to Mike. He don't need he don't need any more stress. You know? Uh moving right along. Let's go. Here. So we, uh ladies and gentlemen, we lost another good one in the hip hop world. Uh DJ K Slay. And evidently he was fighting COVID for like a month and came out of it and got hit again and he, you know he lost his fight and it's sad because you know k slate was 
impactful in the world of hip hop. Not only that, I come to find out he was like a really popular graffiti writer. I never knew that about him. Like, but um, for me, it's it's sad, you know. And right now, uh, not to to go down a rabbit hole with this one, but a lot of people are speculating that he had an underlying lining condition that I won't repeat because I think it's really disgusting how people try to use uh, death to clout chase, you know, like, oh, this person said this about him and everybody's flocking over there to listen to the nonsense. And I just think it's a shame that they're doing that to him, but it's, it's a huge loss for the culture um, because he, he did a lot of great things. And his last joint, I think it was something about 200 deep and he was getting all these rappers to get on the track. I thought that was pretty dope. Oh, and rappers from all generations, like old to new. And it was pretty dope. He had a great video shoot. So, you know, huge loss for, for the culture. But I think that people trying to shit on K Slate and trying to say certain things about him is terrible. What about you, so? Well, you know, that's how the that's how the world is, man. They kick you when you're down. What's up, Frank? Frank feels. Yeah, salute Frank. You know, they kick you when you're down. They got nothing good to say. You know, or they or they pull the front. Oh, yeah, no, we was cool. Meanwhile, they was talking mad caca about you all the time. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, K-Slave was, you know, I remember K-Slave put by Papoose. Like, that was how I first, yeah. you know, him putting Papoose on and things like that. And the drama king and, you know, we had to go, I think, Thursday nights to listen, late Thursdays or whatever it was. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, it's it's crazy how, like, people that we grew up listening to or watching the sports and actors and people dying and it's like, damn, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it starts hitting home, like, whoa, you ain't know the. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. um, I mean, would he die of COVID? Well, they're saying that he died from COVID. Right. But he had an underlying condition. Well, well, that's the that's the the achievement online that these dudes, you know, and I'm not going to even say their name, that that person's name, because this person is like, really, we got to have a whole other conversation about it just because. But, um, you know, they're trying to say that he had something other than COVID and that's what caused his death. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you know, but they're also trying to do the same thing to Nipsey Hussle in his death. And, uh, you know, they're saying wild, outlandish stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad because Nipsey, Nipsey was doing something positive. You know, he built up these stores. He was trying to teach, you know, about health. He was trying to bring the Dr. Sabi program to the hood, you know being very entrepreneurial and definitely leaving his gang life behind. And I think, cause if you remember, so there was a point in time where him and I believe it was game and Snoop all met with the LAPD. And no sooner after that, Nipsey ends up dead. And, you know, I'm not trying to like say this or that, but that's how it unfolded. But the same person that is doing this to case lay is also trying to run Nipsey's name into the mud. And I think it's indicative of, of who that person is. <clears throat> but we'll we'll save that for another time. Um, in other news, in New York City, this is also a, a, a sad situation. You know, we got a lot of gang activity going on in New York City. And um, it's taking a lot of lives. And I know we've spoken about the way things are in New York right now, the conditions. Um, but, you know, 
look at this headline here. Booking gang members charged in shootings, including one outside child's birthday party. Now, I think they highlighted it because they want to uh, project the severity of the conditions that, that are in New York City right now. You have, you know, kids getting caught in crossfires. Um, uh, like a 65-year-old mom was, you know, in the middle of a shooting trying to run away, and she ends up losing her life. And all these young kids just shooting each other in broad daylight. And it, it, it's really confusing to me because I'm trying to understand, first, where are these kids' parents? And second, when did it become cool to run to death at such a young age? I, I, I don't understand it. And, and then what are the city officials or the people in charge of all these municipalities doing to change that? You know what I mean? Like, what the F is going on? That's everywhere. I saw a video um the other day of kids that are literally, I don't know where it was at. They were in the Little League game and you hear the down south. Like, bow, 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 bow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Like, can you be safe at the ballpark? And I mean, we've known that. We've seen it at the parks and stuff. Like, I always come back and shoot, oh, you motherfuckers. You know, <laughs> shit like that. But, um, you know, it. Uh, I was just like, man, it's just the world we're living in now, man. The, the world we're living in. So... I just think I, I don't understand because the people that are at the helm of, of let, let's just say I'm going to talk about hip hop because the reality is hip hop is sort of the uh, the catalyst for everything. So you see now this change in the music and it, it's pretty much been hijacked and it's gang call music. And every other day I hear about some little this one or shorty that one or whatever getting killed. But it's always the same. Young kids shooting at each other in the street. And there's nobody. Where's Farrakhan? I mean, what happened to Farrakhan? I remember Farrakhan used to always step in when there was hip-hop beefs. You remember that back in the day? like, And nobody seems to care now. I think this is like, uh, this is the environment that they want us to live under. And I, I don't know about you. I'm not with it. I think New York is uh, is definitely... Allowing this to happen so that so that people could just leave the state, you know, and people are leaving New York City in droves because it's just not safe out here anymore. So the funny thing is they continue to put million dollar condos up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so 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 what is um what's the end game? They're just trying to get everybody out of here and what bring in millionaires, you know, rich people, like revamp the city up. I mean, how do you convince somebody to spend $1.3 million on a condo on fourth Avenue, you know, between park slope and sunset park, you know, in, in picking in either area and you got all this crime going on. Like, how do you justify that? Oh, you're going to pay $1.3 million for a condo. Right. And your building has, you know, indoor pool has this, has that. And, but you know, the, the, the area you live in, there's shootings going on constantly. So, and it, and the building is not stopping. Meaning, if you go through the hood, you'll see them keep continuing to go up. So, why would anybody want to live in that? Why would anybody want to spend that much money to live in that? So you could be close to work. I, I don't know. And and the, um, there was just a shooting in the train. Yeah. <laughs> right here. So, I mean, the Nets have something to do with it too. We spoke about the Nets earlier, but they got something to do with it too. You know, being over there and, and having that 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 arena there. So. You know, who knows? Maybe they'll end up building something down by the Navy, you know, over there by the yard of 
by Lutheran over there too. I remember that was a big hot spot. They were trying to build something over there for mm-hmm. years. I mean, even tried to build a jail years ago. <laughs> it, it, it's funny to me because the neighborhood, the shape of the neighborhood, and how they went about the the, the way the officials went about it. I'm glad you brought that up about the nets because if you remember, those there was brand new houses over there. Remember back in the day, they they just built like a, a brand new like. Uh, development with all these little two and three three bedroom houses over there, like townhouses. June, June, yeah, Cumberland right. by Cumberland, exactly. So now, you fast forward 10, 12 years, they just take the property from those people. They didn't ask them to move. They were like, "Yo, you got to move. We're building a stadium." Like, I, I don't even. I would like to understand if those people were properly compensated, right? I don't even, you know, who knows? I don't think they had to move. Those buildings are still there, those little townhouses. That was like the railroads where they built over. Did they? Like, hmm? Yeah, those people are still there. They, uh-huh. they I know June's pop, um, Pops, rest in peace, but he um, he had sold the place already. He, I got rid of it, but it's, they're still there because I drove by not too long ago, and I was like, oh, look, that's um, the, the houses, the townhouses over there in Cumberland. Mm. My old age is setting in kind of quick because I've been by there a few times, and I never... Like I always try to look like, oh, yo, where's those houses? At? Yeah, it's up a little more. It's you up gotta a go more. Mm-hmm, because you got the, the those malls there now. So, mm-hmm. oh, all those stores and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, getting old. Um, I, I think what Frank is saying here, the culture has been totally desensitized to death. Yeah, it's very true because pretty much drug dealing, sex, and everything that you can think of is out in the open and there's nothing uh that's spoken like subtly everything doesn't have a veil everything is out front and forward i don't even remember the last time somebody made a hip-hop or r&b song talking about love like i love my woman or anything everything is about you know the the side chick and all this other shit i just think that people have become desensitized to it and it's been over a period of time like they've been pushing this, so who knows? All I know is that New York City is going to shit fast. Well, they're desensitizing us to everything, mm-hmm. comedy to this to that. They want us to be robots. And it's funny. The other day, I saw another video. Some guy attacked a comedian because he was heckling the comedian. Then the comedian got at him and called him a rat, and the dude attacked him. Did you see um did you see the Mike Tyson com- comedy show one where the guy had the gun and oh. Tyson called him over like yo come here and talked to him and the, the guy walked out again and he started talking crap to the owners whatever back and forth but Mike called him over like yo come here I'm talking to you all right come on chill out whatever whatever and he had the gun on him oh, at, the, at the comedy show mm-hmm. I thought that was him pulling the gun on Tyson nah 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 he pulled it out on the owner like something with the owner or the comedian something like that and then Tyson was just there. And he was called them over, like, yo, chill. Wow. I don't know, man. <laughs> People are getting real fucking shitty. They just don't care. And it doesn't make, well, it makes sense to me the way people are acting nowadays. But... People too comfortable. Yeah. No, there's no uh, repercussions for anybody's bullshit. Now, speaking of repercussions for bullshit, I wonder what the repercussions for this bullshit is going to be. Um, I don't know. How does everybody feel about Elon Musk buying Twitter? Do you think that's a, a good thing or a bad thing? 
allegedly is supposed to be about freedom of speech and allowing people to say what they want to say because the the uh the app itself you know the people that are controlling it have been sort of mitigating people from free speech so just like all these other platforms they're trying to condition you to speak in the manner which they deem acceptable and i don't agree that that's right but the way people are nowadays I don't think it's going to be a good thing that you just unleash people to see what the hell they want to see. Because, Sully, you, you, do you hear about like kids getting uh, depressed or trying to commit suicide because they're getting cyber bullied? Like, can you imagine what this is going to do, like, to to young people? I mean, they, you know, they kids are easy influenced now, and the stuff that they listen to. Like, I walk on some stuff from like. What are you listening to? Like to my with Jeremy and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, really? All right, come on. Let's see. Like, I always, you know, try to uh, you know, um, how do you call that? Like police what they're watching. Yeah, like not police what they're watching, but like no, I let them watch because I'm like, I watch it, but I always try to um show them the real part of it. Like, nah, this is not real. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, this is not real. I'm gonna show you the real and and you know, whatever, like whether it's the stores or this or that, but they just People just doing stuff to, uh, like you said, they just do it to influence and, you know, follow me and look what I'm doing. And and to me, like being dumb, like dumbed down is just cool. I'm too cool. Like that's how these millennials, all these people are like, they're just too cool. They, you know, whatever, bro. Like, you know, they want to be cool. Like, <laughs> man, you better learn some shit. Like that's what I said about Tyson. Like, that's a good thing. Like, let them slap some people around, you know, like, let's, uh. You know, teach these kids like yo. There's consequences. Yeah, I think the I think uh, what you said uh, holds a lot of water because this is the generation of like jackass. If you think about it, like these are the kids, the the guys who like the the people that are in their early twenties and mid twenties right now. Those are the young adult. Those are the kids that grew up on jackass, like on MTV watching these dudes run around and do the stupidest shit and then they became millionaires because of that because everybody was watching and it sort of conditioned them to like to watch mindless senseless dumb shit and because nobody really was policing or trying to like teach their children like yo listen you see this it's good to look at and laugh but that's not reality and that's not real life like you need to leave this shit alone and that's why i think people are so addicted to like TikTok and doing all this dumb shit for fucking views. Like I was I I was on the internet the other day and this guy was in the you know how they go in the supermarket and they like oh they throw shit in the air and they act like it wasn't them. Mm-hmm. This dude pulled out a big fucking gun. Like not a 25, not a 38. He pulled out like a big 45 on this dude. <laughs> And he was like, yo, chill, bro. It's a prank. And he was like, I don't do pranks. This is what I do. You better take your ass over there. And people have gotten sort of acclimated to that sort of behavior. Like, I can just do this because I'm doing it for the internet. And everybody else is supposed to be cool with it. There's there's quite a few people that have gotten killed behind stupid shit like that. Like, oh, I'm playing a prank. Mm -mm, Nope. 
Yeah, jokes on you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, the problem is too. The problem. The problem is also you don't know what a person's going through, man. That's nope. like when I, when when I used to do my thing on the bus and people like arguing with people, like drivers. Would be, you know, I mean, I seen you going here before. You already know how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, bro, you you know, when that person that driver got hit or something happens, probably because they said some slick shit. And you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know that person's emotionally disturbed, or you know what I mean. My, I had a man, one of my boys, he, he just got on the job, um, just like seven days on his own in the train. Somebody jumped in front of his train, like you know what I mean. Like, like now, this person committed suicide. Now this other person has to deal with that. That you know, for their life of, you know, pain, like you know, seeing that person's face or whatever, you know, like them, like. People sometimes there's consequences even if you taking your own like oh I'm done with this life but yeah you're hurting other people you know what I mean like there's consequences man yep what's crazy is um you know what they say about people who jump in front of trains I don't know if you know this but statistically it's like at like ninety eight percent anytime somebody jumps in front of the train the last thing they do uh oh bro <laughs> <laughs> um is look at the train operators like make contact right. eye contact with them mm-hmm. and yeah. that's what creates the the trauma of course for the for the you know the the train operator mm-hmm. because that person looks them dead in their eyes yeah. right before this person sees them fall under their tra- you know what i mean like yeah. right <laughs> but could you imagine you jump and you're like you, this person like looks you like deep in your eyes <laughs> It's like a fucking like the bug splat. Like that's the last thing you see and shit. I, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing right now in the moment of mm-hmm. of you know my partner here because this guy's a comedian. But that's gotta be sh- like that's shell shock, you know? Yeah. The blood. The, yeah. The look. Uh, yeah, man. I can't imagine what that's like. That's, man. that's traumatizing, bro. That's yep. that's something that you keep. Yep. That stays with you. You probably. Have nightmares about that person looking at you for the last time. I would imagine, for sure, right? For sure. And and my man was like, "Yo, they were giving him the business too. Like, like you pop your cherry, you know, like shit like that." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, you're not the first or the last. It's gonna happen again, man. Unfortunately, yep. yeah, yep. It's fun. It will not fun. Let me not say that. It's not funny. It's not funny. But this situation happens a lot more than we know about. And look at this. He says, uh. What does it say? So my glasses. I saw his back, not his face. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. This happens more than we know about or like to know about. And um, can you imagine, you know, you're on that job and then you're dealing with that shit and then you got to deal with fucking shitty people like just coming into the system, you know, coming into into the train or your bus and like acting a fool. No, the crazy the crazy shit be like the people be on it like this motherfucker. I got late for work and shit. Like, right? like, like, damn, we couldn't do this shit on the weekend. <laughs> That's a New Yorker for you, for sure. That's what we do. We want to fucking get where we gotta go. We don't care what's going on. It's like, yo, get the fuck out of here, man. You know. But um, the whole Elon Musk thing. I know we diverted. Um, I think it's not gonna be a good situation, and people don't really understand what it means, especially in this environment, to have or exercise free speech. 
because not everybody is sane and not everybody is in a good headspace that they should be on the internet. Do you understand that this country has like 130 million something people in here? Not everybody is smart. Just, just common sense. Not everybody has that. Right. And you have people that are easily influenced by groups as we've been seeing over the last, you know, five years. And there's really shitty people out there that like to say things just to get a reaction. You know, there was a, a report. I saw a video the other day. There was a report. These kids in the school, these three little white girls, they had their phones out and they were saying the N word walking around like like a machine gun and, 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 and saying it loud. Then what happened was she one of these little girls called this kid that word. The kid went and told his girl cousin because she was a girl. The girl cousin came around, confronted her, and then a teacher had to come and take the girl because she was about to get her ass whooped, right? I'm not saying that, you know, kids should react this way, but just think about that for a second. If this little girl can't control her tongue out in public, what will she be doing on the internet? You know, imagine the kind of things they'll say, excuse me, on the internet, or if they find a victim, like they know that Kathy's Twitter handle is whatever, and they start, you know, picking on her insecurities or whatever. Now, we're just talking about kids. Imagine adults. Imagine adults who are racist, who don't like Asians, who don't like Latinos, who don't like whatever, Jews, who don't like anybody but their own. And they're on Twitter and they see people that they don't like. They're going to be saying things that's going to go unmitigated. There's not going to be any filtering. That mob of other people that like to talk like that and think that way it's gonna be a it's gonna be unruly it's gonna be uh that i don't know if you ever heard of you heard of 4chan what you ever heard of 4chan no 4chan is uh it's a message board and at least one or two people have come out of there to be mass shooters so just think about the things that they say on there it's it's going to get crazy, I think. I don't think Elon Musk buying Twitter is a good thing. What about you? I um I watched the Batman, the new Batman movie the other day. Um, It's three hours. It's long. A little too long, but it was pretty decent. But me and JC were watching it, and um, as I'm watching, he's like, Dad, you know, this is stuff that could happen. You know, like, this could happen now, and this could happen in a few years. And I'm like, yeah, there's some of it. It's, there's a reason why they put it in the movies because sometimes it comes to fruition. But there's a you know, a, spoiler alert. Sorry, we didn't see it. But anyway, <laughs> the Riddler um he sends a message like through a social media and he's like, oh, you know, on this, this, and this, you know, strap up and this is how we're gonna do it. And sure enough, they did it that way. And and we were like, yeah, like that can happen. You know, people could be easy influenced, especially ain't got shit going on for themselves and. Another thing, you know, Facebook and all these billion-dollar people owning these these companies, Elon Musk might might have a positive, you know, frame of mind. But I got, you know, million dollars is ashtray money. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to silence somebody, <laughs> they could silence people, and they could do they could control whatever goes gets put out there. That's a fact. So basically, like Facebook and all these other people do. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a good thing, but it could be a bad thing. I also think that uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Sally, that you have Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk um, and Bezos. 
Bezos owns the Washington Post. That's a whole newspaper, mm-hmm. right? Elon Musk has Twitter now. Zuckerberg has Facebook and Instagram. These are three like ridiculously rich men in this country. They can actually manipulate people into reaction. Because if you know anything about the CIA, dun, 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 the CIA has been doing this for years in other countries. And this is how they do it, by influence. They go and stir up trouble with a certain group of people. And then once that fire started, they just step back and it just, it's like a wildfire, it just spreads. And a clear cut example of that is what happened on January 6th. All of that was through digital means and people saying things on the internet and they were swearing that it was real. Now, everybody's going to argue about the validity of what was being said and what was real and what wasn't, but that's not the point. The point is that through digital means that what we saw on January 6th could happen in this country on a much larger scale. And I think that's what Sally's pointed to. And I believe that to be true. So these rich guys having these, what I would say are uh, bullhorns or megaphones could definitely cause a real problem in this country. And who's to say what, you know, Elon Musk's intentions are who like you're a rich dude with billions of dollars. You don't want regular folks, you know, getting your money or taking over what you own. You want to be in control. So I really don't think there's anything good that's going to come from it, but who knows? I could be wrong. You know, I think they're, I think they're all going to build, you know, their place in Mars or whatever and leave us all behind. Anyway, (laughs) fuck these guys. Slums. Slum buckets. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by any stretch uh, for what these guys do. Because, again, these are really, really wealthy men. And, again, it's sort of like if you look at it, they're almost like con- competing with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like Elon Musk is making rockets to go to space. Now fucking Jeff Bezos is going to space. It's like, come on, man. There's people that are out here that are dealing with so much, like, they can't get work. There's people that are starving. There's people that are homeless. There's all sorts of issues that are going on. And this is your this is your contribution to mankind. Like, come on. There's got to be a better way. I, I think it's kind of ridiculous, but whatever. You know? <sighs> what are you going to do? Fucking no Musk. <laughs> Fuck them all. <laughs> oh, sugar. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. We will be back next week with another one be on the lookout for the announcement and uh we will see you all back next wednesday at 7 p.m and last word so yeah um we're we um looking to do some cooking segments so we're gonna throw an email out there soon um trying to get some people to come and do some chefing it up do some um new segments coming through guys so stay tuned yeah, shout out to uh, our, our guy, Chef Jay Martinez. Chef Jay, if you're watching, brother, I sent you a link. I, sh- I shot you a note, um, but I'll be reaching out to you on the personal. But um, we got some new. We got some new product. We, we got some new product coming in, and uh, I hope everybody's going to be ready for uh, what the set's about to do. We're going to be exploring some new content, and uh, I hope everybody will appreciate it. So we will be seeing you guys 
next week. Oh, wait, let me come back to Sully. Hold on a second. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Real quick, I forgot. Happy birthday, Joe Star. Our guy, Joe Star, for the VIP room here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for remembering that. My memory is shot. <laughs> uh, salute to KC Customs for you in the building, Mr. I'm not going to, I'm Chino. Salute to Chino. Um, peace to Frank Fio. Thank you for being in the room. Angelica, we see you. Big Sis Millie Mill, as always. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right.